There have been many seminal moments in the history of Philadelphia. William Penn's Treaty of Shackamaxon. The signing of the Declaration of Independence. The establishing of the nation's first capital. The first World's Fair in the United States. The time that kid ate a hunk of horseshit off the ground. But ladies and gentlemen, they pale in comparison to what happened at approximately 7.15 Eastern Standard Time tonight. Ben Simmons hit his first three! We did it! to the fifth episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour. It is November 20th, 9.54 p.m. We are glad to be back. It has been a two-week hiatus. We have so much to talk about from the Philadelphia Eagles to your Sixers, a little bit about the Phillies, and about those Philadelphia Flyers, the hottest team in town, getting their participation points from overtime to those ever-exciting shootouts that we all love. But for now, we got to figure out why we've been away for so long with our good friend Side Mousel who stole our equipment hey. and went down to Mexico with it. Sal, I think I hear you. Yeah, Would you well, like to chime in on what you did with our equipment down in sunny Mexico? Well, I'd like to uh, thank you, fellas, for letting me borrow your state-of-the-art equipment. Borrow? There, I have a confession to make. That's how you stole it. It's actually not Mexico. Where me and the missus, uh, we've been uh, doing this for a while. What we do is we go down to West Wildwood. What? West Wildwood? <laughs> Look, West Wildwood is uh, cheap this time of year. It's cheap because it's in the uh, back bay swamps. <laughs> and what we do is we uh, we rent a little bungalow, uh, me and the missus, and uh we turn the uh, heat way up, and uh, we we call it going to Mexico, and uh, we we set up a couple of baby pools, and we soak our feet in the baby pools, 
and, and it's actually a two birds one stone kind of situation because I got the diabetes so it's nice to soak the old toes in the water a little bit um, uh, 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 Sal, uh, from time to time Sal, I, don't, I have so many questions one you have diabetes which makes me extremely concerned with your Milwaukee's best and, and blackberry brandy intake but more importantly you have a wife uh, yeah, the old ball and chain, uh, Patty. <laughs> um, we Patty. met each other. Uh, yeah, we met each other down at Front and Tree. Uh, I was hanging on the corner with the merrymakers, and uh, she was trolling up and down the sidewalk, saying to the fellas, uh, "Who's any of you fellas looking for a good time?" And I said, "Well, uh, I'm always looking for a good time. You know what I mean." And uh, the rest is history, as Sal. they say. Sal, Sal, <laughs> you know, uh, Sal, that. That sounds like a prostitute. I think that is a prostitute. She said, are you asking for a good time? A uh, prostate? It's a little enlarged, but uh, it's it's not a bad, it's not a, you know, it's not a, it's not a bad, uh, bad thing. All right. um, Okay. Fine. Let's get off of your prostitute wife. Um, did you do anything with our equipment? It, it, well, it I, smells funny. I, I, like, I, I, I imagine I, your wife. I thought you'd never ask. Okay. And so what I did um, was I recorded the inaugural episode, episode one, oh, season wow. one of Squawking Birds <laughs> with, with Sal. You like that title? <laughs> Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's a great, great episode. Can we hear it? Of course you can hear it. Um, I got it here on the old tape recorder. I'm gonna press play here. Um, here it is. Um, hello, and welcome to episode one, season one of uh, Squawking Birds with Sal. And uh, today we're going to get into it. Uh, Sal! Sal, would you shut the fuck up back there? I'm trying to watch the prices right! Patty, I'm recording the first episode of my podcast here and you're messing it up! I'm watching the prices right! Shut the fuck up! Um, so, so this is season one, episode one of Squawking Birds with Sal. Uh, we're going to get into it here. Um, uh, first, I want to talk about our... Um, I don't I don't know what happened. I, I recorded for at least 45 minutes uh, there. I don't know what happened at a, the first show. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed their first episode of Squawking Birds. I am sure there's going to be more to come. Uh, let's, let's get in... To what we're here for, I know we're here for Simon Sal. I certainly am, but we have to talk about what happened this Sunday. And that's the Eagles versus the Patriots. I have so much to say. I don't know what to say. Where to start? Where to start? <sighs> Should we start with the good? With the bad? With the with, with the mediocre? Here's where I want to start. We look back on the schedule. We go back to the Cowboys where we got shellacked. And then we talked about the Buffalo win. And I said, yeah, we won and we beat Buffalo. And we talked about the shitty town of Buffalo. And I said, we did what we were supposed to do. 
we talked about the Bears win. I said E A G L E S nap time. And I said, we're going to go into this bye and figure out what this team really is. I'm not sure we figured out what this team really is after this game. But boy, I'm fucking pissed off. And my eyes weren't opened by this game. I think my eyes are a little more clear from this game. I think more people's eyes are open now about the realization of what this team is. I think people need to become a little more realistic. I'm being a bit redundant. I got a lot to say about a couple people. I'm not a hater. It's okay to criticize some people in this town. We're going to get into this. But the Patriots scored 17 points. The greatest player of all time in the NFL, if not maybe in all sports, you can debate Brady to Michael Jordan. You can debate Brady to Michael Phelps. Brady to Babe Ruth. Barry Bonds to Wayne Gretzky. You can. You can have that debate. The Eagles made him look really, really bad. And they didn't capitalize. And it's not Doug's fault. It's not Wentz's fault. It's not Aguilar's fault. It's not Mac Holland's fault. It's not Miles Sanders' fault. It's not Lurie's fault. Or William Penn's fault. Or Ben Franklin's fault. It's everybody in Philadelphia's fault. Wait, the citizenry too? The citizenry. So that includes the fans? That includes us? That includes the fans. Okay. It does. And I absolutely mean that. It includes everybody's fault so that's how I feel that's my broad take no in the city of Philadelphia in the media you need to have a specific take and stand on it for better or for worse and you need to do that lick my asshole <sighs> the we, Eagles went not? up 10 to 3 10 nothing right 10 and 10 nothing yep. 10 nothing they were kind of gifted that first field goal but you know <laughs> yeah their first play Oh, uh, they took a bye, and their first big play was, "Hey, Boston Scott, you little motherfucker!" All, all four foot ten of you, go deep. I'm Doug. Hey, Carson, what do you like to do? I love throwing the ball. I love throwing the ball. Boston, do you like running? I fucking love running. Go deep. It's gonna work. They're gonna at least throw a flag, and it fucking worked. Two weeks. Two weeks, that's what they came up, up with. Maybe Dougie was trying to get a little break. poetic with the guy named Boston against the Patriots. You know what I mean? That's that's beautiful. That's brilliant. All right. You know, I've, I never really thought – I haven't thought about that. And I, Jimmy, Jimmy. I might I, be on to something over I'm, here. I'm going to give you – I'm going to give you the old uh, – Hard maybe? No, I'm going to give you – I'm going to give you the old attaboy on that one. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I, I don't want to get too broad and beyond the game because I do want to talk about the game – um, their first play was was a long throw to Boston Scott because why why not challenge the best secondary in all the NFL with a fifty yard bomb to your third fourth string running back? That's that's reasonable. Four foot ten, one hundred and thirty pounds. And then they put together, which they do at least once a game, 
awesome drive where it's like, that's it. That's the Eagles. I don't know why I sounded like McMahon for the first time. I said, that's it. That's good shit. There's no, there's nothing wrong with saying it like McMahon. And it's like, that's it. That That's Doug. That's Carson. Keep doing They're it. mixing in runs. They're mixing in passes. They don't need to go for the big play every single time. And it's 10 nothing. It's like, here we go. Out of the bye week. Everything's coming together. The Eagles are going to pull this game out. And then that was it. That was it. I could have taken my nice Sunday afternoon nap and not watched the rest of the game and know that New England was going to win. <sighs> Nick, Jimmy, do any of you have anything to add? Because we can just I have something kind of weird to add. Uh, something that I griped about. I um, weird. <laughs> Please. After watching the game. Um, and, it, it, and I guarantee you, you could guess a million times of what. I thought that... I, I don't I don't get not playing Jay Ajayi at all. Um and here's why. Um the the running backs are obviously de- depleted. Jordan Howard uh didn't play. And they signed the guy and there was f- for whether it was misguided or not, you know, there was a little bit of goodwill. We signed the guy, the running back who was a part of the Super Bowl victory. And you're at home against the team that you beat in the Super Bowl. And you don't at least, like, I know, he's probably rusty as shit. He's probably not game ready. But could you imagine what that crowd would have done had he broken off a big run? And they didn't hand the ball to him one time. <sighs> Jimmy, I want to do something that our podcast severely lacks. I'm just going to disagree with you as strongly as fucking possible. Shut up. J.H.I. was signed off the streets on fucking Friday. He hasn't been in the league for a year, year and a half. And there's a reason for that. The Eagles need to get off of their nostalgic drunk of signing players. He was signed for a reason because he does know the playbook. That's fine. That's all well and good. The last thing they need to do against an 8-1 Patriots team is just put a player out there because he happens to know the team. I'm not saying he has to be featured, but to not let him touch the field one time, just him running on the field would have energized that crowd in, in times when they could have desperately needed it in the second and half. And you know what they would have done with J.H.I. on the field? Because Doug had no concept of the game once the Patriots got up. They would have just thrown the ball. Because Doug completely lost the handle of the game. He turned into mini Andy Reid, and it would have been cool. You're, you're right. You're right. You know what you're right about? The crowd would have gone Jay Ajayi bonkers 2017 world chance because that's what the fans are hanging on to. That's what the front office is hanging on to. That's what the coaching staff's hanging on to. That's what everybody in Philly is hanging on to. They're all humping the leg statue of Nick Foles and, and Doug Peterson doing the Philly Philly. And that's what everyone else is hanging on to. That's why Jason Peters is still playing in the left tackle and not Andre Dillard. That's what. That's why everyone is getting re-signed and they're all getting restructured their contracts. They're, they're even hanging on pre 2017. That's why Deshaun Jackson's back on the team. I'm surprised Macklin's not back out there. To be fair, that's Jason wh- Peters wasn't on the team for most of that. Understandable. That that's why he's on there because they're all just drunk with nostalgia. That's why that that's what the city of Philadelphia just wants. Just bring back all the old players. They all just love the players. I stand that are by on my the statement. Team. I stand by my of statement. Of course, that's fine because you're you're drunk on the Philadelphia juice. Just bring everybody back. I remember. I take re- offense to that. Remember what? Remember what happened to the Philadelphia? Phillies when Charlie Manuel signs the hitting coach and the Phillies hit well for like 18 and a half innings. See? Gabe shouldn't be coach anymore. The Phillies are hitting well. You know what Charlie Manuel probably did? Uh, you, gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta look at the ball. 
to the bat, and that's how you hit better. And they were like, oh, my God, yeah. he's an amazing Wait, you just coach. proved you my say, point. You see the ball, you, you hit just, the ball. You just proved my point, though. They brought Charlie back, and they hit well for 18 for two, and a half innings. For no, two games. I thought when they signed Jay Ajayi, here's how my brain worked. I was like, oh. Uh, no, but I thought it was like they're they're depleted at running back. They got to sign somebody. They signed the guy that was a part of the Super Bowl win against the Patriots. And I was like, oh, they're going to like bring him out in a time where they need to get the crowd back into the game. They need to do something. And there was plenty of opportunities for that in the second half. Look, no, I said I said that my evaluation, my one of my takes on the game was weird. And it is because JHI really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. But I was like, after the game was over, I was like, wait, why did they not one time? I don't know. Because Jordan Howard might be out a little bit longer than we expect. And Darren Sproles is gone for the season. And and I get what you're saying, Jimmy. I really do. Like, okay, JHI comes in, you know, the fans go wild. Maybe it pumps up. Maybe it pumps up the boys a little bit, but he looks like Forrest Whitaker out of Rogue One. That's not okay. Rogue One take. You know what else about JJ? It's not a bad that, thing. You know, I I kind of forget is that he's English. Like they he, were they he, were talking to him the other day. He's British. He's British. Yeah, after the game, they were like, you know, or, or, you know, they were talking about this this weekend's game or something. And JJ is like, well, you know, it's it's great to be back with the with the Eagles, and I'm like. Holy shit, what the fuck is this? Who is this I like guy? two things. I like running the pigskin and I like <laughs> eating beans on toast. It just caught me way off guard. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I, I, you know. <laughs> anyway. You know. Go ahead. Uh, Jimmy, I, and I'm with Matt here. I I don't. You don't need Jay Ajayi on the field. My Matt, issue. Maybe, maybe next week. And I'm going to get your point. I don't mean go to ahead, go off. ahead. He was signed on Friday. Right. He knows the playbook. Put him in, baby. Put him in, baby. What was he doing in England? That's for you, Court. Just going to soccer games and, you know, what what do they do in England? They, they, you know. Why not rely on, I don't know, when they keep talking about the word explosive, explosive plays. And this is where I was getting. We keep looking for explosive plays. We keep, here you go, Nick. I'm throwing it up to you. Here's the alley-oop. Who should they relied on more? Feed Miles Sanders the ball. Feed me Obby. Obby. They gave him, he had 11 carries, two catches. Boston Scott had seven carries. I mean, they should have they should have treated Miles that. Sanders as if he was, uh, you know, a, a feature back. And mm-hmm. and Boston Scott should have been the change of pace guy. That's, and they didn't do it. They kind of split him. That said, he was in concussion protocol during the second half, so that skews the stats. Uh, they just, barely just used to be him fair. in the first half, too. I mean, there was there were... You know, this goes back to what we were saying last, not last week, uh, thanks, Al. Um, What we were saying two weeks ago, you know, what was working against the Bills? What was working against the Bears? It was the the running back screens. It was the the tight end screens. Where the fuck was that? They didn't do a single running back screen to, to Miles Sanders. At least I didn't see one. What happened to our smartest coach in the league? What happened to the, to the coach that yeah. Philadelphia screen about that lost to Sean McVay saying, no, Doug Peterson should have won? How do you take a bye week and come out and say, I'm going to go against the New England Patriots, the strongest secondary in the league, and throw and drop back my quarterback and just throw it 40 times? How do you do that when at worst you're down by seven. And we're not talking about 
you know, you know, making smart throws. I mean, he, with the worst wide receiver core in the league, he's throw. Yeah, he's throwing to Mac Hollins Sorry. on the sidelines, and he's throwing to. You know, was that a throw? Is that a throw? Oh, sorry. All right, can we not? Can we not talk bad about Wentz? Can we not talk ill about Carson no, Wentz? A O R. Talk bad about Carson. Sorry, no. It's it's only the receivers that are bad. Sorry. Right. Yeah. It's 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 only the drops. Look. Go go ahead. So defend your man. I defend no, him. A O one. No. A O one, baby. I think. And Listen. I and I you know I'm a uh, purveyor of social media and by browsing Twitter and uh, you know bring Eagles, out the Kemsky no Eagles Twitter and all that stuff no I, it's not even Kemsky I know K- Kemsky had a great and Kemsky is great J- Jimmy Kemsky had a, a, a what the fuck is a Kemsky Jimmy <laughs> J- Kemsky Jimmy Kemsky had a great uh, thread yeah, that Matt's referring to uh, uh, I think awesome. it was yesterday Very which would good. be November nineteenth uh, if you want to go back and look on his timeline showing all the drops so far this season no and that was today. Is that today? That uh, was Kemsky that right. did that. Yes. Yeah, and I'm just kidding. I, I I know who you are, Kemsky. He's awesome. And um, but like it it was just it's infuriating to watch. However, I would say that the taking the temperature of the fans um via social media, this was the game. Uh, if I can point to one game where Carson is officially out of the honeymoon period. Um, I saw a lot of people going, can't defend Carson anymore. It's he about was... damn time. Yes. But, but I mean, you said earlier, it's a team thing. You you said like, there's not one thing that you can point to. And I would also say that there's a reason why I say that, but go on. But I would also say that still as a quarterback, I mean, he's better than, it, it, all right. What I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to preface what I'm about to say is what I'm about to say is not good enough, but he's still better than average. He's still young, and he still has promise in my eyes. Of course he does. What is this, year four? Of course he has promise. I don't want promise. Yeah, it's time to go. I want what we signed up for. I want what we signed up for. Remember when we drafted the number two overall quarterback? He has the brains of who? Who do you have the brains of? He had the brains of Peyton Albert Man- Einstein. N- no. He had the brains of Manning. Richard Oppenheimer. <laughs> that, that too. Dr. Manhattan. The Apple guy. He has the brains of Manning. Oh, man. Can we do a Watchmen segment on this? Sure. man, my, uh, I got things to say. I haven't watched on Sunday. Uh, you got to catch up. Right, he has mind. the brains of Manning. The body of Roethlisberger, the arms of Favre. Admittedly, the, that's the, fucking the ridiculous. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, no, I'm gonna stop there. Sorry. Okay. Admittedly, right. He was like a. He was like a. Like a. Admittedly, this is draft talk. This is what they he do. Was you're, you're, building, by the gods. you're building a Madden character. From North that's Dakota. fucking ridiculous. However, the main thing that sticks with me is like. This was a guy that, like, it was all about his intelligence. His intelligence is intelligence. Let me take a step back. No one is defending the wide receivers. Nobody. We all know they suck. Let's just make that clear, okay? We all know that. They suck. All of them? All of them. However, it's okay to criticize your franchise quarterback. Don't think that if you do, he's going to get run out of town. 
I want to hold. I don't think that's. I don't think anybody. I don't think. I, I don't think anybody is afraid that if they criticize him, that he's going to leave what town. Is, what is it with the? the I think because if you it? have two eyeballs and a brain, you look at him play and you go, like, th this isn't still even after his awful and let me underscore that awful performance this Sunday, he is not a problem on this team, and I How? stand by that. How? Because he consistently, he he's done. All right, his first his first half woes are well documented. Then you but can't he has just led brush that he's aside. led many late game drives. And if you look at yes, some I of agree. these drops, he would easily have two more wins. Okay, then the he's, easy he's put argument, the ball. The he's put argument. the ball in a place for his players to make plays late in games, which is what you want out of a quarterback. That's what, and I'm not comparing him to him. That's what Aaron Rodgers does. Aaron Rodgers always comes on at the end of the game and 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 puts his team in a position to win. And we've actually, if, if you say that you haven't seen that out of Carson this season, you're lying because he's 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 put together a couple of late game drives and drops have killed him. He'd have two more wins. J.J. Arcega Whiteside could have been a a against the lines. He, he could have been a hero of that game. Yep. Literally, all he had to do is catch that ball and fall backwards, and that's a touchdown, yeah, and we win that untouched. game. It, it hit both of his hands. Oh, Agreed. God. And and also, and, we all, and, and we all know we all know the Nelson Aguilar drop in stride against the, the Falcons against against so the Patriots. I don't, I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody saying that Wentz is a world beater and um there's so some what, kind of so what in the past four years has made you say man he has elevated his game i wouldn't say he's elevated his game but but i don't but no those those aren't he hasn't actually we all again if you have two eyes and a brain uh you see that ever since the injury he's never come back to that 2017 form and everybody knows that everybody said it it's been said ad nauseum what i'm saying is what i've seen out of him is late game drives to put his team in a position to win and back breaking plays by the wide receivers have been absolutely devastating to this team Nick, I, I mean, I can keep going, but I, 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 I mean, know. I'll chime in. You're, uh, you know, I, I'm a Carson guy. You guys know that. I, I do back Carson. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking a, a nice ice cold seltzer in my. Yeah, uh, you do. You have a Carson, Carson Wentz. It's, a, it's an awesome koozie. It is a cool koozie. Um, I, you know, you go back to 2017, and you know the the quote unquote MVP season. You know, he had a he had an Alshon Jeffrey that was. What do you want to say? In his prime, I mean, Alshon was was fantastic that he year. He was a he was wide receiver one B. He he yes. was, and now he's Alshon with uh, an injury. An injury. He, I oh, mean, yeah. he, the guy can't run anymore. I mean, he just can't. And I, I know Tory wasn't a big you know big big part of the offense, but he was a field stretcher, which was what, why we brought in you know you know we had Tory in 2017, 2018. It was. It was Mike Wallace, 2019. It was it was Deshaun. Not one of them. I mean, Wallace didn't work out because he got hurt. Deshaun got hurt. But Torrey stayed. I mean, he didn't get hurt. Torrey was around. So, you know, he was a deep threat. And we talked about that with deep threats opening up the field. I mean, Ertz went berserk in 2017. What do you have, like 190 catches or something like that? So, you know, Wentz was in a better position to succeed in 2017. This year, he's not really. And I think he's pressing. I think he's trying to do too much. You know, he doesn't have a healthy Alshon. He doesn't have a guy that can stretch the field. He has Mac Hollins. You know, he still has Ertz, but 
you know, Ertz is getting taken away from time, and you know, I, I know that's a, I know that's an excuse. It's an excuse, but the personnel is just not there. And you know, I I keep seeing that like ah, oh, you know, Nick Foles won the Super Bowl with the same wide receiver core that that Carson's playing with now. It is not the same core. No, that 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 that's it's an a un- terrible that is an, fucking argument. It's not terrible. It, it's beyond terrible. It's unintelligent. Exactly, that's an unintelligent, inaccurate. Carson, that, that, I mean, that's, that shouldn't even be mentioned. Carson's trying to force plays when, you know, instead of making the, you know, the... the okay, but that's where I got to jump in. That's go where ahead, I have ahead. to jump in. Go ahead. There's video. There's baldy breakdowns. There, there, There's guys just doing things just to do things. Like, we're trying to do a podcast right now. And hopefully people listen. Like, you can see video... I'm sure like 10 where, or 11 people listen. Yeah, exactly. There's thank you, guys. Video, thank you, all you 10 or 11 you. people. And please uh, follow us at RBCFH podcast on Twitter. Please do. Thank you. Like, there's video where there's plays to be made. That's kind of where I was getting to. Go ahead. I, no, no, no. I, I'll let you go because um, that's where the step back is. And that's where I don't care what your personnel is on the field. There's a breakdown. And this goes to Doug and Mike Grow. Blow me, grow. Like, get the fuck out of here. First of all, do we know that we're Mike- gonna work harder than we've ever worked this <laughs> Dude, week? If somebody that like, look, if somebody this didn't- week is gonna be the, we're gonna work so hard. We're gonna we're, we're gonna do it for you, Philadelphia. I don't care. I don't care. Like. No, but I don't care if it was like it was like you know you we're we're gonna go out there. We're gonna work harder this week. We're gonna work the hardest ever. Like, if somebody didn't go up to him. When he stepped off the podium and got backstage, or I don't, I don't know what. How, I guess maybe you go to the locker, uh, whatever. If somebody didn't go up to him and just go, Mike, what the fuck are you doing, saying that? Or just straight dick punch him. Uh, that would be better. Yeah. But like, then that I don't. Would, then, then, then yes, there's an accountability problem in the organization. Oh, why did you punch me? Hold on, time out, time out, time out, time out. An accountability problem in this organization? I think we're well beyond that with the way this season's been going on. Like. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, yeah. you want to okay. talk about accountability? Where, where's Howie Hero been? Uh, yeah, like he, he's been hiding. I think what we're talking about, and here comes our word, is just a microcosm of the Eagles as a whole. Like we got moles, we have a lack of progression from our franchise quarterback. We do. Like I don't like. Yes. I'm saying this as a Carson fan. I'm holding Carson to a higher standard. Oh, man, he you just makes... killed it. You're supposed to be the villain. No, but I'm holding... No, that's what I'm saying. I can criticize Carson as a fan of Carson. That's what I'm also saying is, you Carson haters out there, you're fucking stupid. Stop hanging on foes. Like, you're fucking idiots. He's gone like I said earlier, if you really want Foles back, just go to the statue. Just YouTube the fucking Super Bowl and just jizz to the Philly special. Just like thrust he's the not leg. like he like he's not coming back. Them keeping or just is, or just uh, Duval it and uh, what is that Duval? Yeah, what, what does that mean? That? Does I anybody don't know, know what you, that means. I don't know. I see it too. I, I, I don't know what that maybe means. Maybe we're getting too old. Jesus. No, but the whole... Neither of you know? I, I don't know. No, you guys I, know more sports than me. I know, and Jacksonville's weird. The only thing... David Duvall? They're, they're owned by the Khan family. The only thing the Khan family is doing well in America is bringing AEW. That's about it. Here's a stat that can I we, Can we also say... Hold, hold on. Like, I want to, um, though, say that this podcast loves Nick Foles. We'd buy him a beer. 
as soon as we of saw him. Yeah, you but were. we that moved on saying. right the fuck away. Exactly. But I just want to the take Eagles, a break to say that, of course, yeah, yeah, we, we, Nick, love we love Nick you, Foles. You know, we love Philly Philly. No, I'd but kiss him. no, 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 no. But like, move on from I'd 2017. I'd suck his dick. See, you this would? is this is the this why is, not? All right. See, to me, that's this, a lot of dick. I, who cares? I'll take it. That's a whole lot of dick, man. Is this is okay? I shouldn't have said that. But no, if if you're true. feeling it, feel it. But feel I'm saying, it. feel I the dick. I feel the dick. I'm feeling feel I don't, that dick. I, I'm, I'm saying I don't think that you have the dick sucking ability to take that thing. That's, I guess, I don't know. I guess we'll never know. I mean, maybe we'll meet never Nick say one never. Day. Never, yeah, never say, say never. never. You're right. Never you're say right. never. All right, people always go. I like when you bring stats into this podcast because you know we're called the Rocky Balboa Cheese Dick Fun Hour. Like I like when you bring stats into this. Here's a stat. I fucking uh, hate stats. <laughs> stats are for nerds. I love stats. Yeah, I love stats too. Zach Rosenblatt. He's a great follow. Follow him. Who? Zach Rosenblatt. At Zach Blatt. He, he's legit a, a great follow for Eagles. What oh, he, I know what Zach Blatt. I, I uh, love the Garden State. Yeah, he was in Scrubs. Yeah, Garden State, Scrubs. Which um, one is the uh, funny guy? Scrubs is a great show. Family Guy was a terrible joke with that. Here's a stat. That was the worst joke that we've done yet. On the Sorry. Movie. I mean... Zach Rosenblatt. The Eagles have only scored 25 or more points nine times in their last 28 games dating back to last season. Five of those games were against the Redskins, oh Giants, or Jets. Two I others. I completely just zoned out. Can you read that again? Yeah, read it again. It, you, let me, let me, let me say why Jimmy just zoned out. We do have a television in front of us, and it, right now there's a Wendy's Bro. commercial on. Dude, I'm dead serious and too. There, there was a spicy chicken with the mayo, like. Dude, all right, all right. Oh my god. And, no, we're not getting. All right, snap out. Jimmy, that. I saw Jimmy. Bro. I was looking at him. You know, we were still. I was, I was totally gone in the Wendy's the commercial. The spicy chicken got you. Oh my I god, saw that. dude. I saw that. All right, and just, then they, Matt. and then they put up the spicy. Matt, run, Matt, Matt. Jimmy almost okay. Back to back. <laughs> Matt, run, back. Matt, run, run it back. Run it back. back. Run it back. In. The Eagles. The Eagles have only scored twenty-five or more points nine times in their last twenty-eight games, dating back to last season. Five of those games were against the Redskins, Giants, or Jets. Two others were with Nick Foles at quarterback. Okay, so that those that, that stat is a you glaring just read. stat against Doug and Wentz. Yeah, that that just changed everything I've said so far. Uh, the Eagles suck. I'm out. <laughs> Here's Nick, my point. Nick's Here's my literally point. leaving. Nick's leaving. Here's my point. Here's my point. Here's my point. Everything you're saying about Carson putting these receivers in a spot to win is absolutely correct. Of course it is. That's the gunslinger mentality. That's Brett Favre mentality. Throw it up, put them in a position to win. Of course. Nelson, make a fucking catch. Arthega Whiteside, make a fucking catch. Like, he's doing it. That's what Carson is. That's why at the time that he signed that contract, when, when fucking Lori was like, hey there, North Dakota kid, are you ready to be an eagle? With that fucking beginning to a porn intro video, he's, my he's God, he's that was the worst video ever. But it was just like, that's why when you hear stats like that, and then you hear the Kemsky videos, like, yeah, there's bad receivers, but you hear the stats I just read, you have to hold your quarterback to a higher standard. I don't want 
Carson Wentz as a true Carson fan to turn into Stafford, to turn into Kirk Cousins, to turn into Phillip Rivers, to turn into Matt Ryan, to turn into Cam Newton, to be these underachievers because of excuses, because of underdevelopment, which is on Doug, to, because of any other reason. I wanted to be Rodgers. I wanted to be Wilson. I wanted to be Breeze. I wanted to be Brady. I don't care if that's asking too much. He has that potential. He has... The brain of Brady, the body of Roethlisberger, the arm of Favre. Be one of those things. When's the last time we saw Carson Wentz get a play from Doug, be like, that play seems kind of fucking dumb. Let's look at this defense, and instead of just saying kill, kill, point at a defender and say that, or change a play and not just kill, kill. When? Why don't we, we see that from other quarterbacks? Change a play, audible, not just kill, kill. I mean, in the moment, it's really tough for me to go um, uh, play 36 of uh, week three. But, but I mean, now, I, look, A, I'm I, just asking I, I will also say that the, the stat that you just put out there, like every stat needs context. How does that stack up in relation to other teams? With you know, with the, with other quarterbacks, I don't want. And I know to you can't break. I know you can't get into that right now. You can't just pull that up right up. But all stats need context. It's not easy to win in the National Football League. Is that what you want to say? It's not easy to win the National Football League. Any That's team what you can want beat your, any team. Is that what you want? Uh, is that what you want the Philadelphia Eagles organization to be with your franchise quarterback? Back, is that way. what you want to say? No, I, and and as soon as it left my mouth, I was kind of pissed off that I said it, <laughs> but. <laughs> but no, but I, I, I don't know. I, I guess, I guess as a fan, what I'm always looking at is, um, what does this team need to do to get better? Because I am so. Let me take a pause. As a fan, looking at the team, I don't think all hope is lost. Right, the defense has stepped up incredibly in the past few weeks. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to the defense, and they've been great. They, so they've been because they've been good. We don't, yeah, there's nothing to really it's say. One of those things like when you know you're not talking shit on somebody, like they're doing their job. Yeah, yeah. right. If if you're not talking, right. no news is good news. Exactly. That kind of thing. But what I'm saying is like, so I look at this team and I go, um, they're all hope is not lost. I don't think they're they could still win the division. They could. Um, and yeah. and then and then I go, okay, so what's the easiest way for them to win the division? And the last on my list is getting a better quarterback. Oh, this, good of point. course. Good point. Good, good point. I'm not asking for new quarterback. Good point. Yeah, you are, Matt. Matt. No, see, that's just... Matt that, hates ones. I can't yeah. believe you guys both said good point. No, what I'm saying... <laughs> no, but what I mean by that is, like, but scheme, no, scheme, get, no, scheme. Saying that means you're not listening to me. That's just being no, no, a scheme, blinder. Scheme is... It, I, I, I would... It's asking more at Doug. The, the asking more not, out of Doug, asking more, asking out, of more Doug. out of the wide receivers to make fucking plays, skill players to to make fucking plays, and yes. and and for them to involve the run a little bit more. Yeah, it, it comes down to it, it comes down to the game plan for me. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying Carson Wentz is fucking Aaron Rodgers, but like I I but can't, can, but he can be. I can't get over the fact that when I look at this team, I go, all hope is not lost, and at the bottom of my fucking list of gripes with this team is the quarterback. And if it's at the top of your list, then I don't think you're, you're really looking at it. It's not at the top of my list. I'm holding the quarterback that we have to a higher standard regardless of the talent around him. 
Fair enough. I, I don't. I don't know what else to say. I've made my point. You've made your point. I disagree with you. But I'm at the point where, where the Eagles' offense right now, on the field. First off, Doug is the main point. I, I'm kind of. I'm a little annoyed at, at ourselves, myself, that I'm not arguing about Doug right now because he he fucking lost this game. The Eagles' offense on the field is Murphy's Law. When when Carson when Carson makes a good pass, a great pass that he does, that he always does and makes a great play, they drop the ball. And then when the receivers make a great route, like Matt Collins, like, oh my god, Matt Collins made a fucking great route. There he is. Carson overthrows him like Fuck! Like, it's Murphy's Law. What will go wrong is going to go wrong. Or however it's fucking said. Every quarterback overthrows guys, misses guys. Like, miss it. when I say misses guys, I mean misses guys open. that are Like, misses seeing guys that right. ran we're, a we're, certain we're, we're route. Just go, we're just going to go excuse for excuse. Then. What I'm saying is, as a f- when it comes down to it, as a fan, you're trying to figure out how do we win this season. And how we win this season is by... Doug and and Grow being a little more competent and bet and game and game planning a little bit better for these teams and not abandoning the run so fucking early every game and it goes full circle the first fucking play that they called against the Patriots the best secondary in the league was a deep ball to, to Boston Scott which you said was very poetic because where so was, was yeah it was poetic and I'm where stupid, was so. the screen no, game very, where very, was the screen game that beat the Bills that beat the Bears where was that fucking screen game I'm gonna keep saying screen game I mean keep saying it that fu- you're the very good game, at repeating the yourself. screen game the screen game the screen game to Goddard and to Sanders is what was working he fucking attacked Stephen Gilmore and you know Stephen <laughs> isn't that his name you know what I was thinking the Stephane. other day? Is this stupid? Um, Whatever. Steven, Stefan, Stavon, Steve, You know what I was thinking was when I was watching that Patriots game the other day? Um, and, and let me know if this is really dumb. But I was like, they should just go back to that season. I don't I don't know what season it was. Uh, you guys will probably know. When uh, Aaron Hernandez and Gronk were on the Patriots. And just like steal that playbook for Goddard and Ertz. They tried to. Aaron Hernandez not, I mean, killed not, a guy, not tried, Not tried to steal. Yeah, but he was like good for that one. Yeah, he killed himself. All right. We, we've talked about it. We've yelled about it. Doug, you fucking suck this week. Oh, can we, no, but I, no, we can't leave this topic without saying that uh, Lane Johnson not being in. Yeah, in the second we half. haven't mentioned Lane. Uh, but, I mean, that was huge. And and have you, uh, and uh, stats. Vitae's a piece of go, fucking shit. Well, yes, but going back to stats, have you seen the stats when Lane's yeah. on yes. and off yep. the field? Yes, it's it's he's it's, damn near the 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 X factor of that catalyst. team. Yeah, the, the stat it, which isn't specific, but it's like Carson Wentz's QBR is somewhere like ninety five ish when Lane's on the field, like a million to, or something, to somewhere in the seventies when he's not on the field. I'm pretty like, sure, he's, yeah, it's a million. I think, I think when Lane's on the field, actually, it's like a Nick, million. it's a million. And, and then when he's when off, off the, the field, field, it's like four. It's, it, yeah. It, yeah. I think I it's mean, actually the closer Jimmy shot. Kemsky, if uh, you could check us on that. Please check us on that, Kemsky. Jimmy Kemsky at RBCFH podcast, podcast. on Twitter. Please. Uh, hit us up. Thank thanks, 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 Jim. Thanks, Kemps. Uh, we, we look forward to hearing from All right. you. Um, next week, we get to face a much better offense and a uh, much worse defense. Uh, so we're going to get to face the what is probably the – Second person in MVP votings behind Lamar Jackson. Correct. In uh, Russell Wilson. So that's exciting. Lamar uh, Jackson is fucking cool, dude. Yes, he is. He's on a couple of my fantasy teams. Yeah, he's a fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool to have him on fantasy. It's fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. Uh, and I, and I just like watching the guy. And the worst thing about podcasts is talking about your fantasy teams. And uh, Russell the, Wilson. There's like literally. I mean, I thousands. think everybody. That, I think everybody that's got Lamar Jackson on their team right now is like, oh, this. There's podcasts. They get it. 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but Russell Wilson. I'm gonna put Lamar in. Jackson as one of the tags on this episode. Hell yeah. <laughs> so Russell Wilson's gonna come in, and I think that's gonna be the biggest test for our defense since Green Bay Packers. I don't think it is. Um. So you, you gotta you gotta get to Russ. He gets sacked a lot because he holds on to the ball you, you too long. He like does. You Carson. gotta get to him. You can't let him run on you. Can I, think, I say something? I think Brad. You can. Play you have a microphone. Week, oh right. Huge. Go ahead, Jimmy. Bradham, I'm, I, I cut you off. I'm. No, that's fine. I was just, you know, I was just, just talking. The Eagles, I, I don't, again, I don't know the stat. It would be good. Maybe when we can come back from the break, we can do it. I don't think the Eagles have beaten the Seahawks in probably, what is it? 62 years. Matt is, Matt is, this is terrible radio. Matt's scrambling for his phone, looking it up. Matt. The Eagles have not beaten Seattle Seahawks in the city of Philadelphia in 30 years since 1989. I was pretty fucked So you close. know what? Let's fucking go. Look, I, I think we're going to win this game. And, you know, we'll, I mean, we can get to that. You do? Yes, I think we're going to win this game. Oh, my God. Nick, Nick, do you consider yourself as an overall human being an optimist? I mean. You'd have to to think they're going to win this game. Yes. You guys know me. Yes. You know. know. Okay. Here, here's the here's the, the, the real question. Nick, are you willing to put money on the Eagles this I, Sunday? I am betting money on the Eagles. How much? I don't know. Whatever I feel like. Right. Uh, I mean, like, so you know, this is how I this is how I work when I'm betting. You know, like, I'll, I'll put uh, yeah, I'll put a nice twenty fiver on them. You know, maybe like Friday, and then like Friday night I get drunk, and then I'm like, oh, here's another twenty five bucks, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I got fifty on the Eagles, and then Saturday night comes along, and you know, I'm 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 watching I'm watching college, and I'm just I'm racking up the money on college because I'm good at college, baby. I am good. Hit me up on uh, on Twitter. I don't know what my handle is, but we'll we'll go over that later. Um, what's your record? What, what's your? It's like a million and oh. And uh, then then Saturday night percentage. I get hammered, and then I'm gonna you know I'm gonna put an extra hundred on the Eagles. And by by the time the game starts, I'm like three hundred dollars deep, and then the Eagles fucking you know I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's fucking go. They're gonna win this weekend. All right. For what it's worth, the line opened on Monday at the Eagles favored that. Laying three and a half points mm-hmm. on Monday. Eagles. By Tuesday, that line moved to the Eagles favored at two. For that money to be moved a point and a half, that's a ton of money. Yeah, it just, it just tells you that the, the Sharps Hold on. And think now that the Seahawks are going to lose by, by a field goal. And now the Eagles are favored at minus one and a half. So... Vegas thinks the Eagles are going to win, I suppose. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, people are taking the points. So there you go. The Eagles get Eagles to play the Seahawks win. at home. They have not beaten the Seahawks in Philadelphia since 1989. Can they win? Yeah, the Eagles can win. But no, uh, actually, what I was mentioning earlier is not just the home thing, but they haven't beat them home or away. That's not true. In quite some time, no, no, I'm not, in, no, in not in, of course not in that long, but in quite some time. I think it's. I think this is. This could be completely. I think when it's we come back from, we're gonna check this. And when we come back from the break, we're gonna because I, I, I do not remember them beating the sea. Even Carson's year, 2017. Remember, he lost to the Seahawks out in Seattle. Yeah, he made that miraculous play where he's getting tackled on the right sideline. He threw it to Nelson Aguilar when Aguilar knew how to catch the ball. So I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm gonna get more realistic here you know I, I'm, I'm blind betting the Eagles drunk Friday Saturday whatever there's two X factors that come down to this game there's two 
There's one on the Eagles side. There's one on the, the Seahawks side. Seahawks, it's Tyler Lockett. We don't know if he's going to play or not. If he doesn't play, obviously, that's it, fucking huge. It looks like he is. huge. I know. He, I know He. it looks like he's going to play. And for the Eagles, I mean, I think everybody knows that it, it's Lane. Uh, we need Lane to play. Or your $30 million a year quarterback. Carson's hurt or something? Did I, did I miss something? Yeah, no. he's gonna play. I'm pretty sure he's gonna I'm play. I'm talking about I'm talking about the guys that are that are questionable right now. Yeah, Carson's on gonna both play. Sides. Oh, okay. oh, Carson is gonna play. Yeah, okay. he's gonna play. I just okay. checked. Thanks, Jimmy. Okay. Yeah, the X factors are, are you know, are these two star players? Is Lockett gonna play? It's kind of looking that way. You know, that's not good for the Eagles. Even though the Green Goblin is uh he's boy, boy, really he stepped well. his fucking game really up, well. and Darby's playing well too. Yep. The yep. Eagles secondary is playing well, and you know we haven't talked about them. And, and like like we said earlier, that's a good thing that we haven't exactly. Talked if about you're them. not talking about them, they're they're doing fine. And and the Green Goblin has been really good, and the stats back it up. But um, yeah, we need Lane to play. Um, they need Lockett to play if both play. You know, we we're gonna even it out. Should but, be interesting. Uh, it, it's you know it, it's gonna be a good game and. I'm going birds, boys. Okay, I'm well, uh, the uh, the NFL was very nice to us and said, hey, you're not important enough to play on the uh, Sunday night football game and was kind enough to give us the 1 o'clock game. So Eagle, uh, Nick already said the Eagles are going to win. I predict the Seahawks. And Jimmy, your pick? God oh, damn it. Uh, I hate this. Can I ask Can I ask a question before you this. make your pick while you think about it? Does that does, – does that – give the Eagles any uh, added motivation that they were that they were flexed out of the primetime spot I mean does that does that piss them off I don't know what motivates this team I know but uh, yeah but there's the whole underdog thing like we're underdogs we're you know we're, we're gonna wear the dog mask does getting flexed out saying like listen the, the nation's not, not but, but as interested not, in you as but they're not Las Vegas underdogs and the Seahawks would say the same thing. I'm they, not talking. They, about, I'm not talking about underdogs this right, game. It looks like it I'm looks like about, Vegas thinks that they're making a mistake by flexing this game. They think it's going to be a good one. That's. I, I wasn't talking about them being. I was talking about in the past. You know, like you know, they use the underdog thing, whatever. But being flexed out of the primetime game to one o'clock. Do you think that gives any added motivation? See, like Seahawks, all right, the nation. Seahawks could use the same thing because they probably think, oh well, the Niners are running away with the division. So Seahawks could use the same thing. So I say no. Okay. Okay. That's fair. And Russell Wilson has is just behind Lamar Jackson for MVP. In my heart of hearts, I think that the Eagles lose on Sunday. Matt, throw it to the break while I go and cry in the corner. All right. We are about to take a break and uh, get back to a couple of other items on hand. Eagles win by 10. We will be. Eagles win by 10 plus. Right back. Good. And we're back for the second half of the show. Well, I mean, I guess we went for like basically an hour on the Eagles because, uh, you know, Eagles rule all. But the second half of the show is brought to you by Spricket City Brewing Company. Follow them on Instagram at Spricket City Brewing Company. I don't know what they're. Spricket City. And on to Matt. Spricket City. Because if you don't like sprickets, then you're on rickets. Okay. And now, after that wonderful segue, we're going to talk about your team, your town, your Philadelphia 76ers. And it's time to thrust the 
process. Thrust with us, Philly. Usually we Fuck come in hands. and we're uh Everybody. we're thrusting away and we're uh, we're doing yeah. it. Right now seventy six. We're not flipping around. We're not really doing different positions. This is more of a yeah, we already blew. You know, we already blew our load on uh, on, on Ben hitting. No, this no, three. no, 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 no! Don't, don't, don't you, don't you, don't you dare discount that. I, I know. That's I just a momentous. Th- hey, hey! I, I blew no, my load. Don't, you stop it! This is my moment. I'm in ISO right now. This is our moment. All right, I'm gonna that, go back that, outside. Yeah, get get back outside. That's our moment. That's historic. But as far as the team, we're in missionary position. We're not doing anything much. This is kind of like morning sex. Like, mm, you're there. I'm here. I'm just going to. Nobody likes a missionary. I Come know. On. No no one likes it, but that's what the Sixers are in. I'm just kind of going to move my flap over here, fap it out, and this is it. A couple thrusts here, a couple thrusts there, and bang, that's it. That's where the Sixers are right now. It's not what we uh, were doing when we were 5-0, and oh, and when we lost the Suns, we're like, we're okay, we're okay, we're okay. But the Sixers are still this dominant team that are just kind of having a couple speed bumps in the road. However, people are worried. They're like, this isn't the team we signed up for. They're they're going to be a five seed. You know, they're going to struggle to get in. These losses are going to come back to bite us in the ass. This isn't it. And we're we're going to struggle. And you know what? We're missing J.J. Redick. And, you know, why do we even do the process to begin with? And we're we're the laughing stock and all this and that. You know what I say? Shut the fuck up. November basketball does not matter. Have these games been hard to watch? Yes. Are they not the most interesting games to watch? Yes. Is it tough to watch tough games against, I don't know, the Hornets? Yes. The Cavaliers? Yes. Is it tough to watch a loss against the Magic? Of course it is. Do we not want to watch a loss against Markel Fools? Yes. Of course it is. But this is a team trying to find their legs and their rhythm in their first year together, they're starting five together. We're going to be fine. The Sixers are going to be fine. They haven't faced an Eastern Conference team that's legit yet. They're facing lower-level competition, and they are going to figure it out. There's too much talent on this team. Are there questions? Of course there are. There are plenty of questions. There's plenty of questions with every team. All you Philadelphia fans out there that only watch Philadelphia sports, are you aware that the Los Angeles Clippers lost to the New Orleans Pelicans last week? Do you think they're trying to fire Doc Rivers? Do you think they're trying to trade Kawhi Leonard and Paul George? No, they're not. Stop freaking out. This is what happens. So settle the fuck down. All right? Everything's going to be fine. It's November. Nobody fucking cares. Okay? This is just what happens in the NBA. Guess what? Ben Simmons his first three tonight. That's not the end-all, be-all. doesn't mean we're going to get into the championship, but it's November. Everything's fine, okay? Yes. Two weeks ago, I was at a wedding, and I couldn't watch a game, and we lost to Denver in really horrible fashion. And again, I couldn't watch it, and I'm actually glad I couldn't watch it because Jokic, that fat fuck, 
beat us with a like game winning shot. And apparently there was a call that like ended it that should have been called against Denver that and B should have gone to There was line. like a one percent chance of that Jokic shot going in. That fat fuck. Of course. But it was a fourth quarter meltdown and and that's the bigger picture. Like I'm always a bigger picture kind of guy. Like it should never gone to that. It was a fourth quarter meltdown. That's the most important thing. But like if we look at at, at, at all these games so we're looking at the 76ers only beating the Hawks by two points, and then they crush the Timberwolves, and then we have the Cork Maz. God, that that winner, which is the worst thing that could have actually happened to them, because now Cork Maz. What? Like, Why? No. Why? We'll get there. They won a game. We'll get there. We will absolutely get there. And then we lost to the Suns, and then we lost to the Jazz. A lot of lost to the a lot Nuggets. Of a lot of else. We barely beat the Hornets. We barely beat the Cavs. We lost to the Magic. We got whooped. We lost by the to the Magic. Thunders. We beat the Cavs. A bad Thunder team. And then we barely beat the Knicks tonight. So it doesn't look good. I'm not saying it looks good. We're not thrusting. We're to missionary. It's a little boring. But it's November. We're getting there. We're figuring it out. It's November. So, Nick. You're the one who told everybody, bet the Sixers. They're getting to the championship. Bet MB to be the MVP. I want to hear your thoughts. You're kind of getting off of the uh, the Sixers wagon. Let me hear what you have to say and what you think. Your hands are in your head. Your thumbs that are huge and not talking to Megan Fox right now are just uh, kind of backing off. Where are you at? I'm I'm not off the wagon. I love this team. I love Joe. I love Ben. You know, I love these guys, but how can you not be concerned with what you've seen this past couple weeks? I mean, you know, you just went down the list. There's a lot of losses to a lot of not good teams. I mean, they lost to the Cavaliers. They I know we kicked their ass on Sunday, but you know, they lost to the yeah, Magic. The game that nobody watched, by yeah. the way. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's what we should have watched instead of the Patriots. What was that game on? <laughs> the game was on a three? Like, who who's, yeah. who scheduled that? <laughs> yeah, it was like, the best game Toby's ever had as a sixer. And nobody watched it. <laughs> nobody watched it. <laughs> it's not our fault, but, uh, yeah, I guess they won, you know. that game. That, <laughs> yeah, they absolutely whooped that it. That game happened. And it's like the game that Tobias needed and nobody watched. <laughs> right, so a lot of people are still down on Toby because uh, that game game was basically not and, and tonight exist. he was so off and ben had the night that everybody like he took a leadership role he hit his three like ben came back was like oh my god ben's back and tobias sucks like no tobias actually has some really good games he just had another night off but go ahead but we we still only won by five the Sixers still only won by five tonight i mean 109 104 right yeah I actually mean, the best the bet Knicks, in basketball the right now really is the bet against fucking, the Sixers. yes they it is because you know the, the spread tonight was twelve and a half. I mean, it, they should have they should have beat the Knicks by thirty. Uh, thirty is a little bit a bit much. They should have beat the, the Knicks by twenty. I said twelve and a half. And sorry, sorry. Yeah, you better be sorry. I, I'm 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 concerned, and I'll tell you why I'm concerned. Ben, yeah, he had a three tonight. Cool. You know, but, you know, he didn't take another shot. I think he took one more jump. I think he made another jumper, actually. I think I think he made a jumper and a three. You know, great. Awesome. Cool. But, uh, Joe, you know, he had his two-game suspension, came back, played, needed the next night off because I guess he ate too much Chick-fil-A. I don't know. That's oh, an issue. Easy, easy Philly narrative. Go ahead. Jay Rich, 
is a good defender. He misses a ton of shots. He's been Toby, hitting shots lately. Toby is I I'm a big Toby guy. But I'm a I'm a Toby guy as like the fourth best player on the team. You know, like if we had Joe and then we had Ben. Say the name. And Say then the we name. Had, Say the name. What name? You know what name. Say the name. He's who we're playing on Saturday, and he's down south in the city of Miami. Look, it's time to move on from Jimmy Butler. But that's what you wanted to say. Jimmy Butler was perfect for this team. He really was. He was. But I'm a I'm a Toby guy. I, I really like Toby. He had a bad couple days. You know, everybody fucking shit all over him. But uh, Toby's been good ever since. But, you know, my, my, my thing with the Sixers is, like, they're not going to get blown out by teams. They can hang with any team in the NBA. When it com- what it comes down to is, you know, when, when we get to the playoffs and we're in a seven-game series against who the fuck ever and we're in a close game, we don't have that killer. Like, we don't have that killer. Who was our killer last year, Matt? Jimmy? Jimmy. Jimmy Butler was. Jimmy Butler was that guy that get the ball in his hands. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a three falling backwards off of one foot. I'm going to fucking make a, I'm going to make the bucket. I'm going to fucking put that, I'm going to put it in. We don't have a killer. I mean, we have Joe, but he gets, you know, he's a center. He gets triple team down low. You know, we need a guy that is going to roll up and, you know, you know, run up and take a three and fucking bang. Okay, so who's who is that guy? All right, so is it Toby? So so now it's not. Now here's my question. So is there a difference between a killer three shooter or just a killer? Because I'll Joe, tell you, it was a killer. Oh, there was a there couple of killers. Uh, you know what uh, the Sixers got to get back to is they got to get back to the days of Billy Cunningham. Who? What? I think, I think that's the guy from Happy Days. He played nine seasons with the Sixers, young bucks. One, two, three, four, Happy Days. How do you know it's nine, Sal? Is it really? Like, how do you know that it was nine? It could have been a... I don't think you can count. Who are you talking about? Bill, uh, Pistol Bill Cunningham. No, that is not his name. You're talking about Pistol Pete. Are you talking about Randall Cunningham? The, the Eagles quarterback? No. I'm not. You're talking about the old pistol bill Cunningham. No, we're, we are way okay. past eleven o'clock. You you need you need some blackberry brandy. You need to get out of Who's here. Who's got the yakking? You you need a you need a sip of something. You need a sip of something. Take take a sip. All right, get out of here. There, You're talking about pistol Pete. There we go. Right. Okay. All right. Here is my point. Here's my point. And there are some just just cheese-filled Philadelphia fans who just watch these November basketball games and are like, the Sixers aren't it. They're going to like, this is not the team. And they're 13 games in, and this isn't it. Who judges a basketball team 13 games into a season and says, this isn't it? What? What? Yeah, I, I got all sixered up pretty early, and you, you know, I think I think the second episode, you know, Sixers are gonna win the East, no problem. Um, but you know, and I I, I didn't write off the Bucks, but I said you know the Bucks are our competition, and they're struggling, but, the, but the, they are, yeah, sure. I mean, it, it, like you said, it's early, but that doesn't take away the fact that the Bucks have a killer. 
I mean, they do. I mean, Giannis is a so jo- so Embiid is not a killer. No. Oh, get the fuck. Yo, Nick, out of I, here. you know what's weird? Like, no. Actually, I think we should. I think we should get into this. Is Embiid a killer? I don't think he is. That you guys are. He play. He, he's he's a center. Mind. He's a center. A se- you know. So well, Antetokounmpo isn't isn't a killer. Yes, I said he was. Then what is he? A power forward? Yeah. Small who's your Who's your center? Small forward. Uh, Brook Lopez is their center. All right, fine. That that good. That that that's a Greek freak. Is not a center. He's a he's a guy. He's a, he's who jacks up threes at a lower rate than Embiid. Giannis makes the shots. Giannis... So does Embiid. That's a terrible argument. Mm. That's a that's a statistically bad argument. When you're in, when you're late in a game and you need somebody to make a shot, you need it to to get the ball to somebody. Ooh, you're getting it, you're this getting it to bad. Joe. Like Joe's Joe's down low. Yeah, he's gonna get. He's Joe's gonna... down low. Joe's up on on the on the three line more than he's down low. That that's a bad argument. That's an issue. We don't because we we don't have a shooter. Joe's got it. Joe's got to shoot from our from bench the, sucks. That's the problem. Our bench is terrible. There's no shooters on this team. That's the problem. Well, there's yes. no shooters on this team. There's Fuck, no shooters. Fucking on Corkmus is is the shooter. He's the shooter. All right, so let's go back to that. So the worst thing that happened to this Sixers team early on is Furkan Cork shit. I'll say it again, Jimmy. Furkan Cork shit hitting that shot. Dude, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna defend Furkan Cork. Making that shot against the Trailblazers because now they're giving him more time, and he's just acting like he's JJ Redick. No, and he's they were. They were always gonna give him. him. No, they were always gonna give him more time. Brett Brown what? likes him. Brett Brown yeah, likes your players. He's taking time away from the young bull. And he's taking time away from Thibault, that was like one of from the- Mike Scott and from James Ennis. And now they actually gave time to Mike Scott tonight. And what did he do? He won the game against the Knicks with his three-point shooting. And they took time away from Mike Scott. All right, and whatever. I've went wild. Uh, yeah, yeah. All, right, all right, all right, then great. Like, But like to say that like him hitting that three was the worst thing. It, 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 won, it cost it, them games early on. I don't think it did. Of course it did. Yeah, I mean, How? After the, because after he was that on shot, the court too much. After that shot, he was playing 30 minutes a game. He was playing 30 minutes a game ahead of Ennis, ahead of Scott, and ahead of Thibault. That That's stats. That's not, that's the, not me the just... Young, the young bull went down to, like, we're, we're talking single digits in the minutes, and that's that's not okay. And the, and the, and the plus-minus was there. It's there. I don't know the exact stats. Uh, we, we, we can do the Lane Johnson stats where it was a million to four. Like, th- those were Corkmont's stats. Like it was, like it, it was there. His plus minus was dismal. It was like minus nineteen, minus twenty. Where Thibault's was a plus. Where I think y'all, I think y'all are getting a little too much credit because we just watched a game where Mike Scott hit like no, four no, 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 no. I, I think you're, you're like no. I think I think you and Sal are are getting a little away from it, and that you're not looking at the stats where Corkmaz's stats. Are these don't, plus don't, minus? Yo, don't put just because I sit next to Sal doesn't mean I. I'm sorry, you're right. You, you are right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Corkmas is a guy. I've been trying to get him out of here for at least like a month he since does, we'll be he, doing this. He does have a key here somehow. Look, Corkmas is a guy that, that he should be playing. You know, ten to twelve minutes a night. You know, you know, putting up a couple threes. And that's a point on Brett. 
That that that's a point against. He's Brett. playing too much. He, he is. He's playing too much. And uh, he was considered the sixth man on the. He was a starter tonight because Jay Rich was given load management. And let's talk about load management. First off, I'm an analytical guy. I love load management, but the way they treat Joel Embiid on load management, like I thought load management was a thing that my wife was doing to get pregnant, and like Hey-oh. I didn't realize like that was it, like that was a thing. Wow. And it's just like it worked, and it was like I just didn't realize that that was a thing. Like he was away for two games. And a uh, and a quick congratulations to uh, to Mr. Matty Moyes because his load management worked. Thank you, thank you. Thank uh, you. The beautiful Sarah P- Pamela is, Dude, uh, is look, pregnant. I'm, congratulations, I'm, I'm Matty. Ju- I'm just as happy as you are for Matt and his beautiful wife Sarah and their pregnancy, but. Like that was the worst joke ever. Thank you very much. Thank you. I will take that. I I need. It a, was a bad joke, but you know. I you need. Were, I need a rim shot after that and uh, post edit, please. I I would like that. I deny you of that. Yeah, I, will, I will take that. We don't do drops here yeah. or uh, well, or then, sound then, effects. Then your Philadelphia uh, power play will go to look, shit afterwards. Look, I mixed this thing music, at uh, three in count? the morning after a few uh, like trulies. So well, then there it is. I agree with load management in basketball. Can I make but a the way? Can I can I, can I stop us real quick? You know, we uh, after the Sixers game, I, I wanted to watch uh, some college football, and Matt was like, "Nah, let's let's watch Sixers post game." But I'm like, "We're we're on a podcast, you know, it's gonna be on mute." So you know, Matt was really into watching the corpse of D. Lynam's dad and. The formerly hot Amy Fadole and who's the other guy? Jamal Mashburn or some shit or no, uh, something? Jackson, Mark, the, ja- Mark Jackson. Who the fuck cares? So you know we're still on the same channel. And now we're watching Mike Missanelli like do a game show. It's the Philly feud. Look, how, Mike. Look how stupid Mike Missanelli looks. Oh, I did, stop! I just, stop, I just wanted, to, I just wanted to take, I just want to take a second and point out the fact that Mike Missanelli is 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 a douche. Oh, stop. But Natalie no. Eigenhoff's looking pretty good, so. Stop. Um, stop. Anyway, back on track. Back on track. Stop. Sorry, guys. He looks fine. Yeah, he's you're a douche. Just, you're just taking That's douche. neither here nor there. Mike yeah, misses. I like Mike, Mike too. Yeah, I like missing Ali, too. You're just, you're just taking dumb, easy shots. He, he's a doucher. Um, Let's go back. No, nah, that was a dumb, well, easy what shot. What the hell were we talking about? Track. Exactly. We were, that, that I was think a we were dumb, easy shot. I think we were talking about It was a terrible, dumb, easy shot to get us off track. I'm sorry that I got us off track, but look, just look at that idiot. Mm, just look at him. Terror, terror. All right, I'll stop. I'll stop. No. The load management is correct in the NBA. You should make your, your, your superstars take off. It's what they're doing with Kawhi. It's what they're doing with a lot of players in the NBA. We should do it with Joel Embiid. However... It's not working with the Sixers because they are losing to the Thunder. They are losing to the Magic. They need to figure out how to do it better. Oh, the Magic. Yeah, and Markel Fultz. Um, but although he played terrible that game. However, that being said, I said in a in a podcast beforehand that the most important game is coming up on Christmas against the Bucks. That's inaccurate. The most important game is coming up much sooner than that, boys. It's coming up this Saturday against the Jimmy Butler-led Miami Heat in Philadelphia at 7.30. Nice. I think That's we should, nice. I think, I think we should go to that. Unfortunately, I think some of us are going to a wedding. 
Oh yeah, we are going to a wedding, aren't we? So we uh, don't say names. Don't say names. But uh, I will. We be, have to protect the innocent. We. I think I will be uh, posted to my phone. Uh, but uh, we'll yeah, I totally forgot about that wedding, and it's in two days. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we're going to the wedding. But yeah, that, that is a, that's that is a big game, game because the heat, the heat have looked good, man. That will be. That's why I want to find out: Are the Sixers playing down to their competition, like the Magic and the Knicks and the OKC Thunder, or? Or are they just a legit bad team? And Jimmy just knocked over the Sprick of City beer. So he, this is time for us. Jimmy since, since, even said, "Like, God damn it!" Like, so this is this is time since Nick has now thrown it away to a terrible like look at the TV and Miss Anelli because he doesn't like Miss Anelli. You wanted this channel and, on. And look, we're getting off track here. Exactly. So right. this is time for us to throw it away. We're getting off track. Everything's no, but, coming. But can away. I also say another thing? Um, yeah. Getting back to football, really quick before we end. Before we go to football, the, football is king. Let's go no, back to the um, Eagles. So let's let's look at the the Dallas schedule because that's really all that matters. And like I said, as a fan, all you're looking to do is is how can your team make the playoffs? We only have one. The Eagles only have one path, and it's to win the. You know they 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 can't get in from wild card. I mean, no, they got to win the option. division. So the, the remaining on the Cowboys schedule is New England, Buffalo, Chicago. Rams, us, <laughs> Eagles. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't suit up. And then Washington. All right, so let's run down this real quick. All right. New England, loss. Oh, maybe. God, hopefully. Buffalo, loss. Maybe. Chicago, win. They're going to win that one. At, Chi- at Chicago, it at least. Matter. They're going to win that one. Rams. They're, and they're at New England as well. Loss. Eagles. Rams are winning. Loss. Maybe. Redskins, loss. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, we gonna, just made the playoffs. No, they're going to beat the Redskins, but no, they're not. But look, they uh, th- well. A- so after the Seahawks, we have the Dolphins, the Giants, Washington, Dallas, and the Giants. And that's why a lot of people are talking about running the table. I mean, well, no, the see, Eagles. I, I think that's what I think is the Eagles hold their own destiny in their hands. They absolutely do. I mean that. I mean, you beat the Seahawks. I mean that's that's. That's your Huge. biggest game. So let's go. That's your go. biggest game. Yeah, this is like the Super because, Bowl of the season. Because Dallas, you know, that's it left for the schedule. I mean, yeah. you have to beat I mean, you have to beat the Giants twice, and I know it's a divisional game. I understand that. And you know, everybody, you know, already talks about it cuz it's a divisional game, the Giants are going to play harder, you know, they're probably going to split. You have to win both those games. You have to beat the Giants twice. They are not that good. No. And you, the Dolphins. You, if you, if the if the Eagles don't roll the Dolphins, I'm fucking out. Like, well then, yeah, then we we'll all be out. We'll all be. Of out. course, of course, the Dolphins are garbage. And even at so so let's so let's beat the Seahawks. Let's beat the Seahawks. I'm predicting we beat the Seahawks by double digits. We're gonna fucking beat the Seahawks, and then the next fucking five games. <laughs> Let's let's win four of them. Let's win four of them. All right, cool. Yeah. You know they ain't gonna win by double digits, right. but like, like they are going to beat the Seahawks. You know what, Nick? I don't know if ten. you know what, Nick. I don't know if it's the 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 Crulies or uh, all the vinegar that you just put out there. But you know what? I'm changing my pick. Eagles over the Seahawks on Sunday. Two one. Suck it, Matt. Yeah. Good. Go for it. All right. Uh, let's talk about the Phillies. And that's it for the Phillies. All right, and uh, wait, I have one thing to say about the Phillies. Go ahead, make it quick. We're we're 14 minutes over the fun hour. It's 
it's quick. Um, all right, we're done with the Phillies. All right, cool. And uh, now we have your favorite part of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour. It is Nick's Time to Shine. It is your favorite two minutes. It is the Philadelphia Power Play. Pico Power Play. Nope, 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 nope. Philadelphia Power Play, and it begins now. All right, I'm going to start this off with a uh, with a trade that happened in 2017. In 2017, the Philadelphia Flyers traded Braden Shen to the St. Louis Blues for Yari Laterra and two first-round picks. A lot of the casual Flyers fans got really upset. Why Why would we trade a 25-year-old, 25-goal scorer for Yari Laterra and some picks? Well, in, in, in hockey, first-round draft picks are gold. They are gold. So, in 2017, we actually traded we actually traded Braden Shen on the day of the draft. We got the 27th overall pick. With that pick, we took Morgan Frost. The second pick we got was a 2018 pick, first round. We got the 14th overall pick. We took Joel Farabee. Last night, Morgan Frost got the call up. Joel Farabee's been up. We've been over this. But Morgan Frost got called up. He's the final piece to the puzzle. The final piece. No more fucking excuses for the Philadelphia Flyers. This is it. This is the squad. All the kids are up. The veterans are here. There this is this is this is the Flyers time. It's time to fucking go. Morgan Frost scored his first NHL goal in his debut last night. And it was and it was, you know, excuse me for using this this man in my in my explanation, but it was Crosby's. His he he had a huge backhanded goal. It was beautiful. And you know, fuck it Crosby, but you know, you gotta respect the guy. He's, he's pretty good. It was a Crosby-esque goal. And Frost is the final piece. So now it's time. No more fucking excuses, Flyers. Now is time to go. Kevin Hayes, you're making $7 million. Get your shit together. JVR, you're paid $7 million a year to score fucking goals. Jake Voracek, it's, it's, he, Matt, that's your favorite player, right? No, 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 don't cut me and off. And that's the end of the Philadelphia no, 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 no. power play. That's it, and that is no. all for our show tonight. I didn't even Everybody, get to Jake. That's it. it.